in a world for friends one mission to bring freedom to everyone involved dude what the fuck are you doing doing the thing for the podcast did you say the name fine it's the freedom friends podcast So Jack sent me a picture of his uh, of his shit on some toilet paper. Oh, that sounds like a Jack move. Okay, he asked me. He's like, "Are you still in Florida?" I said, "Yes," and I'm excited to see what you sent me because he sent me that letter. Yeah, and he just wrote me back a picture of him holding wadded up toilet paper with shit on it, <laughs> and it's him like this, clearly on the shitter. And he says, "It's shit." To which I replied, "I took you as a folding kind of guy. I didn't think you were a crumple." It turns, out, it turns out Jack's a crumpler. I don't know. Gary, what do you crumple or fold? A little of both. Are you a roll guy? I, I'm a roll. So I think the roll is that's basically a fold. Okay. Yeah, that would classify as a fold. I think so, yeah. But yeah. you crumple yeah. it at the end so you can get in there. Is this a well, debate? Crumple or fold? Like, fuck it, it could be. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. Justin, you got a debate topic for us? <laughs> I, I- I do, but I was waiting for you to do the intro. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You're right. You're right. It's Thursday. Fuck, boys. It's Thursday. Uh, there's a drink on the table. I'm about to light me a stick. That can mean we're only going to do one thing. Dave, what are we about to do? Oh, we're going to fucking masturbate, boys. Oh, yeah, we are. That's right. It's time for Freedom <laughs> Friends Master Debate. We're us, the Freedom Friends. Solve the world's problems. Well, the mostly ones that we create. Um, one mediocre topic at a time for... Our fans who are awesome and for some reason like us, but we are Sansa Jazz who had some shit going on and Sansa John who uh, is gallivanting around a gay pride parade in Colorado, I believe right now. I think that's what he's doing. I yeah, think he's something like he's that. finally living his truth and uh, out there, you know, <laughs> doing came out of the thing. closet just like Cal Penn. Yeah. Yeah. Like we didn't already know that. Yeah. I mean, he's been saying that he loves fucking good dudes for a long time. True. I just didn't know that he was being literal, but yeah, he's out there at a gay, uh, at a gay pride parade slash, you know, commune that they're going to get together and do butt stuff. I think they're like, like farting into tubes and seeing who's, who can like shoot come the farthest. It's something weird, man. Wow. I, I don't kink yeah. shame though. We don't kink shame. Um, but so to make up for that, we got our, our good old tried and true standby Dave with us. Yo. And we got Gary Brogman over here from the Gary Brogman podcast filling in over there. So, uh, we got a debate topic there, Justin, or? All right, boys. Oh, All yeah. right, boys. So uh, this popped in my head, and I thought uh, you fellows would be a good good ones to ask this question. I want to know your opinion on uh, the quiet professionals writing books after service of their service. Well, okay. So quiet professional would imply that that is a Army special operations person. Yes. Usually, yeah. And a book writer would imply that that is a Navy SEAL. (laughs) Agreed. Yes. So I don't know that this is much of a debate, uh, but I'll debate it anyway. I will tell you, I love that joke that it's like, uh, how can you tell which guy is a special forces operator in a room? He's the dude in the corner that's by himself being quiet. Yes. (laughs) Like, that's how you know who the guy is. Uh, No, like, like, yeah. Like, I, have, I have an experience with SEALs and Army Special Operations. They are vastly different. Uh, <laughs> that, they, that they are. I've, I've yeah. had that same experience, and yes, they are. I, I met a lot of gnarly fucking dudes that I would not tangle with this week, and a lot of them had various Long. Special Forces training. Yep. 
And uh, they were not quiet motherfuckers. That's true. (laughs) There are some out there. There's definitely some out there that are not like they're they're post-service and they're like, I'm done being quiet. Yeah. 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 You know, so uh, I don't know. What uh, I think it would depend, Justin, to, to really to really hammer down that point. In my opinion, I think it would depend on if what they had to say. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I mean, I, I think that the special operator in and of himself brings a certain uh, interesting opinion to the matter to all topics. They have a they have a, a way of looking at things from different angles because that's part of their training. You know, to infiltrate and to build force multipliers, you have to be an open minded kind of guy. So a lot of times those. Those individuals with those those perspectives really, you know, they they can they can uh, really shed light on shit that you might. They look at the things a way you might not look at. Well, I, I think like I like the I I appreciate books that are written by special forces guys because it is from their point of view, and you don't have the political point of view. Right. You don't have the. Uh, I mean, it's his point of view doing the mission, right? And that that's an important part of history. And it's also an important part of recruiting, right? Yeah. Uh, if if the Navy SEALs were quiet professionals, they probably, it'd be a lot harder for them to recruit. But because they're loud, uh, hey, look at me, uh, well, barrel-chested frogman. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they 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 get they they do decent on recruiting. I would I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know for sure because I'm it's not who I am or who I hang out with. But uh, I know um, a lot of seals. Yeah, I, I know some too, but not current. Like I, not. I know some current and some former, and yeah. I will tell you that a lot of them are quiet professionals, very similar to long tappers. Yeah, while they're in, a lot of them are not. And, and I, <laughs> but, but I think I think part of Navy SEAL recruiting are I think they recruit more of the people who want to put a check mark in a box um, and aren't so much there for the long haul, the like, this is actually what I want to do. It's more like I want to say I was a Navy SEAL because it'll open a ton of doors for me. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think I think to add to that one, though, is they – there might be that mentality of, is this something that I am capable of doing yeah, as well? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that's any special operations. Um, yeah. Because like, you know, if, if I was to want to challenge myself and go special operations, I would not have picked the Navy SEALs. Yeah. And, and the reason I would not have picked the Navy SEALs is because. But you're so buoyant. Well, I am, <laughs> I am pretty buoyant. Yeah. Uh, but. As, to. Take an, a Navy SEAL, right? Like, the, and this is my perspective. I might be wrong. I don't know for sure, but this is my perspective. To become a Navy SEAL, you have to take somebody out of the Navy who's never done a basic, uh, you know, a, a combat maneuver. They, you might be taking a guy who's never held an M16 rifle. Right. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And so yeah. th- that training is hard because you're taking somebody from zero to a Navy SEAL where Army Special Forces, right? You know, anybody in the Army can go to Special Forces. But I would yeah. I would venture to say the vast majority of SF guys in the Army are former 11 Bravos right. who have a very a, – a very – 
a very vast basic knowledge. knowledge of combat operations of at least battle drills, right? They know the battle drills at least. Uh, so, and, and you're, you're not teaching them fundamental weapons handling. You're not teaching them fundamental marksmanship. You, you're taking somebody that's a little bit more well along and then you're, you're making them a special operations soldier. Well, I know that it doesn't happen right. often, but I know that Marines can become Navy SEALs. Right. And I would say I would venture to say that the vast majority of those guys are O threes. Yeah, that would do that. Yeah. Um. So there is a pipeline for that. I think it's probably a lot less now with the with the you know in, with the adapt, adaptation of Marsoc mm-hmm. becoming right. like and having operators and I mean because we always had recon, but like the recon in doc was like oh yeah you know like it was it was hard but doable right right whereas. SEAL training is notoriously one of the hardest things you'll ever accomplish. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think, um, I think the quiet professional side of the Navy SEALs comes into play more with the dev group guys. I, I would think so. You know, yeah. real similar to like, like the guys in the unit for like in Delta. Yeah, you know, or one of the other like you know top yeah, tier guys, I, I, but and, and I don't that's know. a different that's a different level. Though. So, w- so. W- what's your opinion on like n- get rid of Dev Crew on this conversation? Okay, but uh, like regular SEAL team guys, where do you put their their skill level compared to somebody who's been in the infantry for ten years? I, I honestly, I think they're higher. Because they, that's all they focus on. But I don't think it's, I, I think it's a different mission and, it, and I don't think it's that it's, much higher. But it's fundamentally, it's fundamentally taught in a more rigorous way. Like they break you down to zero before they build you up. And then because of the funding involved in creating well, yeah, the yeah. they're better funded than a regular average right. grunt Infantry, is. Yeah. 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 You know, so they have more opportunity in schools and stuff like that. They're not going to field ops that are sitting there twiddling thumbs like we did. You know, they're not going to yeah. be fucking like, oh, there's nothing going on. What do we do? Well, I guess I'll be in the barracks fucking around playing video games. You know, they're not. Gonna, yeah. They're not doing that. They're they're at schools. They're at fucking training. They're constantly moving. But, but then, when, but then when I see like all Navy SEAL teams are shut down from combat ops because of some because of their behaviors, whatever, right? Like, I feel like that's a that's a basic bitch move. Well, it's also because they're held to a standard that conventional forces aren't. You know? And well, then you gotta remember, these are still young dudes. Yeah. You know? I like, don't know. Maybe, yeah. Like, I mean, and I'm not advocating against regular infantry, obviously. You know what I mean? I, I believe that, fuck, I, I believe that with 300 Marines, you could take an infantry battalion and take over fucking Afghanistan again in a month. Yeah. Well, you know I mean, and, and if, you, I, if you just didn't put, if you just like didn't put a chain on them and just let them go nuts, but say say out of out of an infantry platoon, like yeah. I was scared to sh- I was scared shitless of like Navy SEAL training when I was in the infantry, sure. right? Sure, because we just didn't know, right? But I think if you took an an infantry platoon and you said, okay, we're going to send you guys to SEAL training, I bet there's a a significantly higher percentage that make it through than Navy personnel trying to become a SEAL. I'm going to say some biasness real quick. I think if you took a Marine platoon and an Army platoon, I think the Marines would vastly 
outperform because of our water training and because of our ability to move in the water. But what if you flip that and send them through selection? Like a platoon of right. army grunts or a platoon of marine grunts and you send them through selection, which do you think will shine? It'd probably be pretty similar. I think it'd be pretty even. Yeah, yeah I think it'd be pretty and, even. And I think like like we did a lot of water training on our own. Like I think I think if you took like army rangers. But they've already they been be, through ranger school. But it, let's say you took like army rangers and marine recon though. Okay. And put them, put them against each other. I think that would be really even too. You know what I mean? Conventional grunts mm-hmm. be real even. Army Rangers recon real even. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of because they all kind of follow the same tier. Yeah. You know, like so. So it kind of sounds like you're you're coming from the mindset aspect where both both sides of that coin go into it with the understanding that this is going to suck. Oh, we all we're, embrace the we're suck. Gonna, sure. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you just you I just think, push I through. Think the reason I'm saying this is the experience you have in the infantry. Yes. Is you already understand what suck is. So you're saying if you took like a regular infantry platoon against a platoon of ragtag individuals from the Navy that had never done this. Right. Just reg- regular, regular Navy that guys. That a regular infantry platoon would outperform? I think so. Probably. Just because they would understand... Yeah, I think there'd be a lot less bells rung. Yeah, I agree with that because because we know how to embrace the suck. Yeah, sure. I don't know. The one thing I will give a lot of props to the Navy SEAL teams about is they fucking love us ground pounders. Yeah, they fucking love us. They're like, they're like these motherfuckers love to fight. Well, I, and they love us for yeah, it, you know. Yeah. And they're like they do. Sh- and and but I've, I, I've heard, I I think that's because the Navy Navy SEALs. Yeah, they hang out with Navy people who aren't that way, right? <laughs> well, that, see, and then when they get thrown in a theater, you with, know how like with we, infantry exactly. people, they're you know, like, "Holy we'll, fuck, uh, these are our people!" Yeah, yeah. well, you know how people like we talk shit about pogs and grunts, seals. Seals are only you, gotta, you don't fucking count. <laughs> like seals are, they only hang out with seals. Team mm-hmm. guys only hang out with other team guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's like. That's their family. Like, they don't fucking stray from that. So, like, you'll never see, like, a regular Navy dude hanging out with a SEAL. Right. You'll never see that. Yeah. Whereas you might see a grunt and an admin dude hanging out or a grunt and a, yeah. in our case, Jazz. You know, he's a, he's a psyoper. Yeah. You know, like, you might see that. You know what I mean? You won't see that in the Navy SEAL. I, I small think, team I mentalities. only after we get out. But <laughs> yeah. I hung out with Jazz and I was like, I, I don't know. Be fun. I, I didn't hang out with too many. No, but like, like you were saying, a, a, a lot. I, I've been out since '98, but I've known a lot of Navy guys. And fuck, you were old. <laughs> fuck. I went in in '89. I got. I, I went in in '98. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in in Navy boot camp, they don't shoot M16s. Not no. everybody. No, they you don't. know. And and all they do is if maybe pistol and shotgun. Yeah. You know? yeah, so why, why would seals hang out if they don't even know how you shoot an M16? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's you know? a, yeah. I mean, even in freaking Coast Guard, I mean, yeah. you know, we're doing law enforcement all the time. We're and, and, and like like when I was in, you couldn't go, you couldn't join the Navy and go to SEAL training. Right. Right. You couldn't join the Army and go from basic to selection. Selection. Yeah. Like it just you, you still can't, can you? I think you can now. You yeah. can now. Really? You can you can enlist. Yeah, in the Navy, and go right into buds. Yeah, wow. Now yeah. I think they're the chance. Huh. Like the guy who does that is a fucking stud. The guy that's, who does that and makes it through. That's the f- captain of the football team, douchebag. Ah, those guys suck. Not really. 
Usually. I, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Jack, uh, um, Dayfield brought him in a couple oh, of times. Yeah. Jocko. <clears throat> no, Jack. He was a, he no, was a, Jocko's a, Jocko's a fucking stud, but Jack, <laughs> Jack was a, Ventura. Jack was a Lieutenant commander in the seals. Yeah. And this guy is shorter than I am and built like Justin. Sure. Oh yeah, he, I and mean, he's just there's there's no fucking quit in this guy. Sure, at all. Sure. Well, like I, I like I know a lot of seals from working with Seal Future Foundation and stuff like that, and like a lot of those guys, they're not like big muscular badasses. No, no. Like, they're not. You know, I mean, are, are they all in ridiculously good shape? Yeah, they're all oh, in great yeah. shape. They're swimmers yeah. <laughs> for the most part. They're swimmers. A lot of these kids were like captain of their swim team and shit like that. Yeah. They, they, they're fucking fish, man. They might as well have gills. You know what I mean? Because some of the training that they do, man, like they, they, they say to the Marine Corps McQuiss instructor, the uh, combat water survival, safety survival instructor uh, training is the, one of the hardest, jo- like one of the hardest schools in the U.S. military, right? And SEALs fucking whip that thing. Yeah. Like they, they're a different breed of fucking human in the water. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where I would be uncomfortable fucking around. and even as a marine dude like i would fucking be uncomfortable because i'm not that fucking good yeah you know and i'm pretty fucking savvy in the water you know but not like that you know then coming from a from an army perspective you guys do barely any fucking training in the water correct uh i mean is, is there a swim qual for you guys or anything there is like to go like to go to ranger school uh but okay. uh uh but we did a lot of swimming pool stuff yeah. Uh especially when I was in the scout platoon, we did a lot. Yeah. But uh no, I don't know if it was anywhere equivalent to SEAL training. I, right. I have no idea. But uh Gary, go ahead. Huh? Oh you sent me the Oh two- yeah. Just so you know that in two thousand ten they had a program and there were two officers that became two Coast Guard officers became Navy SEALs. Really? Yep. Well I know that there's such thing as interservice transfers. Right. I just, I'm just not sure if it does because you guys aren't DOD and you've never been DOD. Nope. Which nope. is why, like, I mean, if it, I don't know if it was a pilot program or something they were trying out. Well, the the, the the point behind it was so that when they're on Navy ships and they can go do law enforcement ops with the SEALs. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because you know we're, we at the time we were DO uh, 2010. 2010. Now Homeland you were security. DHS. Home, yeah. Homeland Security. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because so, you guys became DHS after 2001. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they started. D- when, when they started they, DHS, yeah, because yep, yep. before that you guys ones. were DOT. DOT, Department of Transportation. Yeah, which is fucking weird. To that me. is weird. Like, but then again, the, the, what's the Secret Service? Their Department of. They're their own. No. Yeah, uh, they they used to be. Uh, you know, they're an agency. It's different. No, no, they're part of something. They, yeah, uh, I want to say they used to be the. Um, Oh, they're, they're, Department they're, of Interior? They're DHS now. Interior, yes. They're Department of Interior. Interior. Justin, look that up. He's looking it up. But they, but now they're, I think they're DHS now. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but as far as going back to the actual debate here about being a quiet professional and writing books and whatnot. Secret Service is part of Homeland Security. What were what, they? What was it? Oh, what was it? My bad. Sorry. Working oh, on that. Yeah. Um, Department of the Treasury, I think. Yeah, yeah, Treasury, Treasury. Treasury. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah. Treasury. Treasury yes. Yeah, it was something weird. I, yeah. Um, but uh, going back to to the debate, uh, I, I think there's a time frame that being a quiet professional means you you don't write a book. Yeah. Right. I agree. Um, once 
<coughs> that time frame's up, write your book. Yeah. Well, write your book. Let, you know, tell your experiences. If it's awesome, I hope it gets picked up into a movie because I like to be entertained. Well, let's get the, get the history out there. Yeah. You know, I, I know, I know a guy in Houston, a Marine that says he doesn't like to watch war movies and stuff <laughs> like that, but he loves reading the books that people write. Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand that. I can get behind that. We get guys like Jack Carr, you know, he's the one that did the, yeah. the, the devil's hand trilogy or. Mm-hmm. And or the terminal list, excuse me. And that one's actually uh, Amazon Prime, I think, is isn't, doing that. Isn't he a fiction writer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. was prior seal. Yeah. Um, but he he's one of those that like researches to the umpteenth degree as he writes the book too. Yeah. So i I don't know. I have I have no experience to offer on that one. Uh, personal interpretation i i think it kind of coincides with you you don't see books coming from active duty operators well you can't yeah 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 that so and, and unless they have pen names which and, some of them do that well shit. but and if you're writing the book right like write the book but don't tell our technology our secrets like you know you have to you know yeah but like doesn't a lot kind of that have to go through DOD to get redacted? Some yeah. kind of offset, yeah. right, yeah. right. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, Matt Best went through that with his. Yeah, and he, yeah. Well, that's because yeah. he was a CIA fucking contractor. Yeah, and he just couldn't say CIA. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. He was a redacted yeah. contractor. <laughs> uh, I still like when Evan talks about working for three-letter agencies. I think that's the greatest. That's just, I laugh every time I hear it. He's like, I, I did things with three-letter agencies. <laughs> Yeah. So, so did I. <laughs> so speaking of books, so I got a friend of mine who wrote a book. His name's Victor Avila. He was one of the uh, HSI agents that got ambushed in Mexico when they killed Jaime Zapata. Uh-huh. Uh, he was his partner. He got shot three times with AK-47. Wow. And I just had, I, I've known him for, for a few months and I just had lunch with him on Saturday and he wrote a book and he was telling me about it and everybody's getting on my ass to write a book because now I have a new ending to it. God damn it. So, yeah, you yeah. just added more chapters to yeah. the book you already The last writing, sentence man. of your book has to end with dot, dot, dot. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> for some reason, I have a habit of doing that every time I text. Too, so. <laughs> right. yeah. I'm a big fan of the ellipsis. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan yeah. of the ellipsis. Yeah. I, I think I think the last the last sentence of your book is like, well, and that was yesterday. So <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> Like I have, uh, I have a buddy of mine who I've actually I met through. Well, I'm, it's funny enough, I met through uh, Carl from uh, Tactical Rifleman, uh, and he writes under the pen name Angry American. Have you ever heard of Angry I've American? Seen, I've seen that. So he writes under the pen name. He's written eleven books. Um, he's a fucking great dude. He's cool as shit. Is is. Wife is a huge sweetheart. Like, I mean, everybody's like, they're all real, real nice. His name's Chris. Super nice dude. Wants to come on the podcast. He does. He's interested in coming on the podcast. <laughs> Pretty popular dude. Yeah. yeah. He's interested in coming on the show. And I invited him out here. He was like, dude, you have an open invitation. We record Monday nights. Bring it on down. Right. Um, and uh, I don't believe he's a veteran. But he writes under a pen name for the purpose of security. And I think that's a good way of a good mentality to think of for a veteran that has an interesting story yeah. to maybe protect all those involved. Yeah. Like I believe that you should always change 
the nuts and bolts, right? Like you should always make sure that one, like, like people who you're talking about in these books have families. They have fucking yeah. livelihoods so, and shit. And it, like, I don't like perpetuating cancel culture <coughs> if you, especially if you don't want to. So like, you can't write a book about, let's say John and me and you and Dave and Gary, we all go out and we're fucking like, you know, on a patrol and I fucking smoke a dude and it turns out he didn't have a gun. So you're like, fuck yeah. it, man. I got this AK. Let's do a drop weapon. Da, right. da, da. And we write this fucking story about our experience. And next thing you know, it's like, I know what you did last summer, but it's with fucking yeah. you know, military members. And it's like, right. dude, you just blew up everybody's spot. And now we're war criminals. Yeah. But if you do a pen name and you're protected and you protect, you change other people's names to protect their families. I think that's important now. Yeah. So I think the elephant in the room is I, I'm just, I'm drawing a blank, but I know you guys will remember whoever who shot uh, Bin Laden, Rob O'Neill. Rob, Rob O'Neill. Okay, so Rob O'Neill allegedly, um, allegedly. No, I don't think <laughs> yeah. it's like he claims it. He or, claims it. O'Neill, the Navy he's, Seal. He's one of six, I think. But yeah. I happen to know a lot of dudes that were on that raid who respectfully disagree. So my point is, yeah. he wrote this book, and he caught a lot of hate for yeah. it, yeah. right? Uh, but I don't, I don't, uh, I don't hate on him for writing the book. Did he shoot Bin Laden? I don't yes. know. He did. He shot him. So did everybody else. Yeah, I'm sure. And the dog chewed on him and the fucking, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, right. You know what Rob O'Neill did? He shot him in the face and fucked up positive ID after somebody else had already shot him and laid in the chest like six times. Okay. That's what he did. Well, I mean, and that's why right. he got a fucking burial at sea. That's my assessment. I have no idea. Yeah. I, and I don't I, know for certain. I wasn't there. You weren't there. Yeah. Right. I don't but know for we've certain. all heard these stories, right? I've heard from pretty good sources. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Pretty good sources. But uh, I'm just saying, like, you know, so let's just hope Bin Laden don't surface in another two or three years. <laughs> I don't think we got to worry about that one. I'm sure if we all walked <laughs> into the room, we would have all shot Bin Laden several times. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And maybe, like, he doesn't claim, I think he claims to have killed Bin Laden. So if he shot him in the face, maybe he was still twitching from all the other ones. Like, you never maybe. know. Maybe. Never know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how, like... For a guy who knows ballistic better than almost anybody I know, uh, that's not how this works. He <laughs> <laughs> got you on that one. The, cav- the cavities coming out of those cans. I, I just, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the guy who s- starts the controversy again. Like I don't care. I, I don't care. I, I'm glad the motherfucker's dead. I, I don't really give a shit who specifically did it. And I appreciate the book. And I don't fault O'Neill for writing it. But I think the problem is that he took credit instead of giving it to the team. Well, I think that's where the fucking that's I think that's why. the. the I've heard, and I've heard that a I lot. I think that's yeah. why the, the, the small team guys all turned on him because he took credit instead of the, giving the team credit. Yeah. You diminished the accomplishment of everybody there because you wanted to fucking get some glory. But on the other hand, make some money. On the other hand, he's the only one that wrote the book. For good reason. There, well, but that also gives the story of everybody who was involved in it, right? So if he didn't write the book, then nobody know. Nobody would know. So I, you know, maybe, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I got mixed feelings about it. Um, only because I'm illiterate, I won't ever write a book. 
You should. So I'm a quiet professional. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually writing a book right now. Are you? I've been writing a book for years. I've got a couple of them. One, Justin is constantly on me to write my memoirs because he just thinks that they're ridiculous. I just want Mikey to write a book because I know that'll end up in some script writer's hands and that motherfucker is <laughs> going to be like, we got to make a movie about this. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's, holy fuck. I've it's, had a weird life. It's going to be like Burt Kreischer getting discovered. Like they're going to read <laughs> Mikey's book and be like, we got to make a movie out of this. I got to tell you, Mikey, I just hit 55 years old. There's more. Yeah. There's more. There's more. Yeah. Yeah. For real, dog. Because I don't hit 40 till January. Like, fucking, my first 40 years on this world has been fucking wacky. <laughs> so let's see what the next 40. Maybe, I, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll call the first one the front 40. And then volume two will be the back 40. <laughs> yeah, I was 40 in 2006. For some reason, I'm only interested in the back 40. Right? <laughs> I was 40 in 2006. Fuck, uh, you were old as fuck, dog. Uh, Jesus. I was nine. Yeah. 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 Um, then another book I'm writing is more for fun. And I'm actually going to involve all my buddies in it, too. Like, So it's going to be it's going to be for more for fun. Uh, and I don't want to give the give it away um but it's 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 a picture book that justin justin's in on it he's been read on the in on the project because he's actually going to be my photographer for said picture book it's a coffee table book that we're doing so uh i'm gonna start working on that here pretty soon i think that that's nice. something i'd like to do and i was talking to angry american about publishing and whatnot and he actually gave me some good advice that i'm gonna heed you know he's published 11 books so and he's doing pretty fucking well with the deal that he got and amazon's paying him out pretty well now and stuff and his penguin publishing finally i guess how they work it is once you sell a certain amount then they pay off your royalty oh and he ended up getting a payoff of his royalty about seven figures so he's doing very well right now so congratulations to him on that finally um but yeah man like so i think uh i think it's gonna be an interesting an interesting fucking ride and I'm excited. And Justin, your your name's gonna go on the book. It's gonna be fun. Dude, I'm just excited to finally be able to put published behind my name. Fucking A, dude. <laughs> Fucking A. It's gonna be a good time, dude. I'm excited for you. So uh So I think I, I don't know. What yeah. do you what do you guys think? Like yes or no? Special operators publishing books. I think when done appropriately, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I have to agree. I um, think under the right under the right guidance or, or uh, maybe guidance isn't the right word. Um, I, using, using the appropriate amount of discretion. Yeah. It's, yes. it's perfectly acceptable. Like, I, and and I, I grew up reading the Vietnam stories, right? Yeah. Right. That's because yep. you, you fucking know. lived it. I grew up reading the <laughs> Vietnam <laughs> stories. I got to hear a bunch of those. And, yeah. and I thank God those guys wrote books because yeah. that's why I joined. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, so, yeah. That's true. That's true. And it's it's kind of cool. Like like uh there's a book about Fallujah. Yeah. And they talk about my platoon in it. Yeah. And they mention people that I know yeah. in there. And there's like, there's a and like the story of like Rafael Peralta, who should have gotten the Medal of Honor, I'll die on that fucking hill. Because he grabbed a grenade and tucked it and, and and his family finally settled for the Navy Cross and they fucking should have never settled. Yeah. But like stories like that. I'm glad that those stories are being told. Yeah. You know, and there are stories that need to be told. There are hundred percent that need to be told. I'll give you a fucking great example. There's a story of uh, Al Nazaria 
that needs to be told and people won't tell it because the air force murdered Marines. Yeah. Not on purpose. They didn't know what amphibious assault vehicles were. They thought they were BMPs and they fucking lit us up with a tens and they killed fucking Marines and people don't want to talk about that. That's a fucking unfortunate fact of war. The shit happens and it happened. And until we acknowledge it, you're disrespecting those families. They're not getting the closure that they deserve. Because that's what happened. Like, some of that shit needs to be told. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's I didn't a fucked that. up story because when it's did that never... Happen? 2003, no shit. during the invasion. There, there's a book written about the grenade attack when we were in Kuwait. Oh, the dude who rolled the fucking yeah. grenade. Yeah, I remember. That, it's, that was my fucking battalion. Was yeah. that? Yeah, I was, we were, I was 100 yards away. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was why I remember hearing about that shit. I was yeah. like, that's fucked. That's before the war started. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we were like waiting to cross Safwan when yeah. we heard about that shit. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. I was on the uh, Mexican border. <laughs> I was on the real grain. We're not sure which side, but. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Is that before you got here or after you got here? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, heard, uh, I heard Mikey slept through a mortar. That's true. I slept through a fucking. I sleep like the fucking dead man. Yeah, I slept through a mortar that landed like thirty yards from me, and I was. Everyone was like, "Mikey, you got him, huh?" They're like, "You said a mortar land like right fucking there." Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I, I slept through the shit. I remember that's walk, going in the book. I remember walking to Chow right, and the alarms are going off, and we're hearing mortar impacts, yeah. right? And all the people are fucking like in the the overhead concrete bunkers and shit yeah and like me and my guys were just like walking to chow yeah and they're like get the fuck to cover and like you you heard it go off it's like it's already over it's, it's way over there man it's over like <laughs> if it hits you you won't know right yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. i've had some can, close calls i took a piss one time outside of the back of a track and i turned around and walked away in like 10 feet and a 60 millimeter hit right where i was standing <laughs> oh, and shit. i was like holy <laughs> fuck man like i i watched we were on top of an Iraqi police station, uh, and I was on the on the rifle at the time, and I watched a guy come around the corner and shoot an RPG. And this was I couldn't; it was so fast I couldn't react to it, right? But I, you know, when an RPG goes off, it's loud as fuck when it's fired. Yeah, you know. So I hear this bang, and I watch the fucking smoke coming at the building that you're in, that I'm in, <laughs> and it hit like a story below me. You know, and I'm up on the roof, and I'm just like, did it, ba- did it bounce off? No, it went off. Oh, it did? Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. Them fuckers, they forget to arm them shits I, all the time. They do. They, there's a safety pin they got to <laughs> And pull. they never pull it yeah. out, and they'll shoot them up, and just bounce <laughs> off shit, and you're like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but he came around the corner, and I'm at an angle I couldn't get, like, I couldn't get off the, like, the roof didn't give me the angle to shoot the guy, so I was like, ah, fuck, but I was on the, I was on that corner on the trigger for like a, a good 30 minutes waiting for him to like See, reappear. I had one of them it. fucking things bounce off the front of my vehicle. I was yeah. in. <laughs> and he guy didn't arm it. And I was like, Oh my dude. <laughs> Before you've been in church. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we were in Kuwait getting ready to go. And there was a Chinook that came back and it was on the airfield we were on. And it had an RPG round that didn't go off stuck into the side like where the fuel cell is oh. like stuck into the dude and it was sitting there on the fucking tarmac <laughs> like what the fuck 
It's what you call EOD. <laughs> yeah. And you get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Now, Mikey made a comment earlier that uh, that I have to contradict because he said he sleeps like the dead. In the space of 15 minutes, this motherfucker snored himself awake twice. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I was fucking tired, he was, man. He was, was, he was dog ass and tired. Like, I was on the, it on the drive. Were, oh were, you, were you drinking? I drew, the night before yeah. I had been, but then I got up. It was the day. It was the last day we were there. It was just it was yesterday. We, we got up. We were headed up to Jack's to to grab a hotel up in Jacksonville next to the airport. And we're driving down their fucking road and it's just like, burp, 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 burp. Yeah. and I'm like, dude, pull the fuck Everybody's over. Like, One of us will like, drive. Dude, I'll drive, man. I was like, cool. <laughs> and then lo and behold, I find a Bucky's. Yes. And I'm like, Florida. I'm like, oh, I know exactly yes. what that is. I'm like, we're fucking going to Bucky's. <laughs> so I pull into Bucky's and fucking like, cause we were with some dudes who'd never been to Bucky's before. And yeah. I'm like, you're getting those beaver nuggets. You're doing this. Bucky's have got like the parking lot that you have to zigzag. It's a weird through. fucking yes. parking lot. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I went there with your trailer. <laughs> <laughs> 1250 motherfucker. <laughs> Bucky's don't have a toll. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is so, funny because I made a comment about the parking lots at Bucky's because the one here in New Braunfels, every time I drive through it, it's like Mad Max Fury Road. Because right. everybody's just like, we live, we die, we live again. Everybody's <laughs> driving like nuts. Yep. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, um, uh, but yeah. So, so we went he, to Bucky's and, I, and Dave was nice enough to drive the rest of the way. He climbs into the fucking passenger seat. We're rolling. He's. He makes it about 10 minutes and he's out cold. He's just fucking hanging on the oh shit handle, kind of. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, fuck, guys, I think I just snored myself away. I was like, fuck, that was a loud one. Sorry, boys. And then he starts laughing at me and shit. And I did it. He was, oh, fuck. Sorry, he fucking, sorry. He fucking falls asleep again, makes about another five miles down the road, does it again. We just, oh. uh, time to recline your chair. Oh god, that was that was great. Well, we couldn't do it because we had yeah. seven hundred and fifty pounds of dude in the back seat. That's true. So does that mean you're not a silent operator? No. Oh no, no, I wouldn't be good at it. I wouldn't be good at it. All right, let's wrap this. Yep. Yes. Fucking a. Brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Uh, get yourself that fucking sweet fifteen percent off, which stands for freedom. The fuck off. God freedom damn right. Um. Also, ownawellness.us, owellness.us for all your CBD needs. I just had a stroke, apparently. Um, use that code FreedomFriends25. Get yourself a quarter off your order over there. And check out our good buddy Gary Brugman over on his podcast. Gary, thanks for sitting in on this one again. Uh, you can find him at the Gary Brugman Podcast. Uh, you can find him on Instagram and all that stuff right there. YouTube, everywhere. Yep. And um, yeah. And he's still alive. He's still fucking yes. kicking, man. Still and alive thank and you kicking. all. Thank, thank all my freedom friends, everybody out there. Hell yeah, he's man. still on Scott 1250. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, you know, uh, tell your mom, tell your friends, tell your fucking mom's friends. I'm proud of you. <laughs> right, so. I'll have you know that was the first time in almost 200 almost episodes. 200 episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's a nice little podcast out there, and it's called The Fucking Freedom Friends. You should check it out. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Give us a like, a share, a subscribe. Tell everybody when we say, I know it sounds like a funny tagline, the tell your mom, tell your friends, tell your mom's friends thing. We mean it. Tell mm-hmm. people about us. Word of mouth is very strong, you know. If you like what you're hearing, by all means, tell us. And you know you do. And if you don't like what you're hearing, fuck well, off. you're probably not listening to this anyway, so go fuck yourself. And your mom's friends might like Dave. Yeah, that's true. Or your mom might like Dave. Your mom might like Dave. You never know. Yeah. I like Dave. Dave, you giving out mustache rides? Five dollar. All day. All day long. (laughs) 
I didn't know you were a hooker. That's weird. <laughs> so, uh, Dude, no, I spent all week hooking. That, Come on. That's but I'll what, raise my glass. That's what he pays. Ah, he pays $5. There it is. <laughs> and I'll say thank you for being my freedom friends. Speed Witch, how's that coffee soda? Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's not bad. But it's three little pieces of advice that we like to give out around here. Words to live by, if you will, a mantra, yes. you could say. And it's just it just consists of three little things. Gary, why don't you hit him with the first one? Smoke on. Mm, Dave? Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Drink on. God damn it, boys. Freedom, Freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on. We'll see you next time. Have a great week. <laughs>